If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Uh, what do you do? That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Hello and welcome back to the Wine Dark Cynics. I am Dio. It's Gene. I'm Mac. Today we were talking about uh, sophistry. So I'm going to define what it is first because I, I imagine some people don't know what sophistry is. And there is, just like cynicism, there is an ancient like meaning for it. And there is, a, con- uh, 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 I guess, like a conventional meaning for it. So I'll, I'll talk about the conventional meaning, right? The convention, conventional meaning... If you look it up on, on Oxford, the sophistry, the use of fallacious arguments, especially with the intention of deceiving. And yeah, just a fallacious, uh, fallacious argument. But if we talk about what it really means, you know, I mean, the ancient version, really what a sophist was, a teacher in ancient Greece, Greece in the 5th and 4th centuries BC, sophist specialized in one or more subject areas, such as philosophy, rhetoric, music, music athletics, and mathematics. They taught Arete, and that's the, I think I'm pronouncing that right in Greek, which means virtue or excellence, predominantly to young statesmen and nobility. So essentially a private tutor. So I'm going to explain why people had uh, criticisms of of the sophists, right? So let's talk about Socrates, right? Because Socrates, for the most part, he disliked um, sophists, and this is the reason why. Essentially, the the sophists were the fir- the first lawyers in ancient Greece. Athens was was one of the first societies, if not the first society, to extensively use the the jury slash advocacy system to try cases rather than having them adjudicated by the king's or his representative. These were large juries with five hundred members made up of male citizens randomly chosen. Notably, this system entitled each side, prosecutors, and defendant to stand up and make their case to the jury. There was no high official or superior sitting as judge except to maybe to emcee the proceedings. The thinking, of course, that the best public speakers would have the best chance of winning their cases. Consequentially, there was a demand by ordinary citizens to learn how to sway juries with one's eloquence. The sophists were a group of men who made a living by teaching this knowledge, how to persuade juries by making clever arguments. Among some people, sophists got a bad reputation. They took on any client, therefore they excelled at the art of improving one's debating skills, regardless of whether the client was right at, right or wrong. Or maybe the sophists preferred to think that there was no ultimate right or wrong, that given the right argument, either side might be correct. The art of the sophists, therefore, was, to, was said to be able to make the wrong cause appear to be the right. So what I mean by the sophists is, like, essentially, yeah, yeah, they... It wasn't about what was right or what was wrong. It's making an argument sound believable, whether it is true and intrinsically or morally right. And that's what people, what I think made Socrates mad. Also, they they wanted payment for wisdom, whereas Socrates, not so much. And I'm going to bring this back to the modern sense because I think sophists exist 
in different different areas. There's people who are essentially snake oil salesmen. So people who use, you know, arguments that I mean, it, I mean, technically, are logically sound, but they it is to deceive somebody. It is either to sell a product, convince somebody of something, or to have an agenda. And I think that's a great skill that people should have. One thing that cynicism teaches is that you that people for the most part are self interested. Where so the ancient cynics believe it's because of the way society is built, right? Kind of a rat race society where the people who have you know certain privileges or you know they want to you know they have a strong craving to be this uh, at, a, at a higher position or have hold more power or more like to be self interested. So that's why society itself is kind of like this. Well, I don't fully agree with this because you know give people the benefit benefit of the doubt sometimes it's not because they're self-interested but the sophists i mean they're doing it for cash at least in the ancient times and it's not necessarily bad i mean this i mean you got to make your living but i think that the the worst aspect of the sophistry is the the sophists who were kind of essentially like it's the snake oil salesman right they're 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 trying to deceive you Right, it's just like they're trying to sway the the the, the judge with their nice arguments that sound logically fa- uh, logically sound, but in reality, you know, that the conclusion is not necessarily right. And I think that exists a lot with um, different type, different different people in different political spectrums or things of that nature. Now, we today we call them grifters. Yeah, grifters. Essentially, they're pretty much grifters. Lawyers too. Lawyers. Yeah, lawyers too. I mean, they could win a court. They could win like, a case. Yeah. Back then, was law- lawyers weren't an official thing. Kind of developed into a position. Yeah, and so those, those the sophists were essentially the first lawyers. So they would to, use their to, debate tactics to win. A lot. Yeah. A it lot. wasn't for knowledge or wisdom or morality. It was just to win and make money. And that's yeah, essentially what a law <laughs> lawyers are. Even now, yeah, you could have a lawyer win somebody's case because of the way they present their argument, and it sounds sound. Oh, frequently, exactly. yeah, frequently, they I pride mean, themselves on exactly, it. and they pride themselves on it. And even though we know, like, for example, okay, you killed this person, even, right? Yeah, someone's still gonna take on that case, or people who they, um, people who you know, lawyers who they convince the judge that their client is, you know, should be in an asylum, or they went on some sort of loophole in the law, or, or a loophole in the law, a technicality, or, exactly. It's the soundness of the argument, and this is why people have hated sophists in the past and in the present. And I am what I what I what I am trying to um, convey in this episode is that the sophistry that exists, you know, in the past, in the present, you should try to look at the argument, and I guess there has to be a, a bit of cynicism. You have to see whether or not there is some kind of interest for this person, you know, some kind of or conflict of interest, right? So this is why I bring up the 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 sophist the sophistry in general, and. I think that exists a lot today. Yeah, you can put there's different categories, of course. If it's in the political spectrum, if it's just in people legitimate just for uh, their own personal gain, trying to sell a product or a service, mm-hmm. it kind of they're very manipulative. Yeah, there's I don't know if we want to call out names of certain individuals. <laughs> no, 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 we don't want to. No, because we're, we're not about that. But, all, okay, so but I'll give an example. Some of the tools are good tools. <laughs> that the sophists use and you know the art of persuasion comes down to three things logos ethos and pathos and i learned this in the the debate class when i was in college um 
logos meaning logic ethos meanings like the emotional aspect and then pathos is like the, the reputation aspect i think i think that's what it was correct me if i'm wrong so you have these tools that are good to persuade people you know but you know if you're persuading somebody for the wrong reason kind of like these people on the ads right they're trying to sell the laptop lifestyle right they're trying to target vulnerable po- people yeah who are in a stage in their life where they can uh, profit off of their insecurities and want and desires so, so the logos is like yeah i can see that works i can see how it works mm-hmm. the logos is yeah that is logical mm-hmm. that works yes the pathos the, is the reputation reputa- like, they, like show, all the, they show i have all this money yeah these I nice have things ty lopez let's be honest it's ty lopez <laughs> I didn't want to throw his name out <laughs> let's there. Let's be honest, but it's Lopez. He's the face of it. <laughs> no, but let's call him out because, you know, it is what it is. Everybody everybody knows he's a meme. Yeah, he's a meme now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's everybody knows. But, scared. you know, the pathos is, look at me. I have all these. Look at these cars. Look at this big house. Look at the cars, the big house, the, the books. Your brain automatically is just triggered. And you're like, <laughs> and you look at it and you're like, wait a minute. This is true. All this stuff. I can see it. He's there. So that means this guy is rich, all right? <laughs> walking through, you, showing or, all this stuff off. And then, but you know, you don't, these people aren't using, sometimes they're not using their logic because they're um, so infatuated by the status of the yeah. person. They're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't think he rented this mansion out. You know, he's, he's no, rich. Yeah, t- today, it's much easier to get away with. <laughs> but you know what? It's like, it's, he's definitely started something, you know? Because now you have the laptop lifestyle, lifestyle yeah. people. They use a lot of the ethos part, which is the emotional aspect. People want to be financially free. People want to travel. People want to work online, right? So they, they prey on this vulnerability of, of people. And, and, you know, some of these, um, what's it, what is it, these, like, get-rich-quick gurus, a lot of people are exposing them. People like CoffeeZilla or um, other people, I forgot their names, but a shout out to CoffeeZilla because he makes great content, you know, showing why these people are essentially the sophists of the modern world, right? They're using these debate tactics, these logical examples, these emotional um, manipulation and, and their um, status, you know, they're, they're fancy suits, but, you know, they, they make courses to sell courses. It's weird. Like they're making money by selling an ebook. To make how to just how to show you how to sell courses, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? By making ebooks to sell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like I'm gonna send. I'm gonna make you pay a hundred dollars so you could know how to make courses to sell it's like courses. Not, it's like un, just shy it's like of a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it's multi level marketing. <laughs> multi level marketing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, what and that's why understanding what a sophist is, even in the past and in, in general, is important for people who are young. And because um, it's what a lot of the, I always see this going on. Right. And I think if somebody is not letting you question things and I think Mac really hit this on the head, the nail of the head, that if there is something where somebody is not letting you question it, then there is something something going on here. Because if the, if the person is if the person teaching you something is not letting you question what it is. And it's not even just the, the laptop lifestyle or any of this financial freedom bullshit or the passive income. It's also people who are selling, you know, certain ideas, you know, ideological ideas like di- on different political spectrums. If they're not letting you question it, right, and they're, and they're kind of framing it in a sophistry kind of manner that it is objectively true and that it's ab- so absolutist and, it, you know, and it hits all these persuasive marks and they're not okay with you, you know, debating them or stuff like that, then there's something... 
uh, yeah, off about it. That's one part of it. I would also say if you're looking at them, you hear everything they say. It could all si- sound nice. It sounds I- ideal to a point. But if you look at the life they're actually living, if it doesn't agree with those same principles that they're preaching, you should definitely question it. You should question them. And yeah, they're, they are essentially... In the sophists of today, I really think they're just snake oil ideologists, right? I mean, if you, for example, somebody is teaching you about communism, right? I'll bring it up. Somebody's teaching you about communism, but they are, you know, participating in capitalism. <laughs> and not just compi- not just participating in capitalism, but thriving, but, from but it. thriving very extensively. If some millionaire mm-hmm. is preaching to you about, ca- about how capitalism is bad and how you should be a communist and they're living in a mansion, I'm sorry, but... Maybe you should reconsider what they're thinking, you know, you know what they're saying. Things of this nature. And by the way, I promised I was going to shit on, on, on communists back, back in the different episode. But not even just communists. Anybody who is telling you any ideological thing that, it, that feels like there is something for... There is potentially something that they can gain from it, right? That's what I mean by it. And I think people should be careful of that. And that's something about... um. In cynicism, they teach um, living in accordance with nature. And living in accordance with nature is humans are rational beings. They are rational animals. And you should use logic. And logic is logos in Greek. That is when you should use your logos and see if you think that there is some kind of self-interested nature in it. Because, you know, a lot of these people who are who preach certain ideologies, not just communism, right? I'm not going to shit on them only, but just any ideology, I'm just giving you an example. I mean, a lot of the times they can profit off of it, 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 right? And it sounds nice, but if you look at it, look at the reality of the aspect, you know, they are not living consistently with, with, with what they are preaching. They are not practicing what they are preaching. Then, you know, that is definitely a, a huge red flag to essentially sophistry, using nice arguments to deceive them. Mm-hmm. And that is, yeah. And it's usually always the leaders, the people who put themselves in a position to lead or preach to the masses, get their voice out, and kind of become these larger public sort of figures. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you kind of got to hold most accountable. I mean, a good example is, influence. is Dan Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian, I mean, he duped a lot of people into thinking that he made all this money from gambling and, and um, poker when... A lot of the p- people who were in the poking, uh, poker um, um, industry, Dan Bolsarian. I believe. Yes, him. Exactly. I believe. <laughs> oh, right? <yeah>. So he, <laughs> you know, convinced a bunch of people, you know, he, he was living this larger, larger than life l- lifestyle because he was a, a master poker or Texas Hold'em pet champion, right? And then all the people who were actual Texas Hold'em champions were like, hmm, there's no way he could have made that much in that time, you know, but with his skill level, right? Yeah. I mean, he may, he has the uh, the pathos aspect of it, and he's you know he's showing you his larger than life lifestyle with this giant mansion, all these girls on his yacht. When reality, um, if you look into it more, I mean, he inherited the money, inherited the money, and that's how you can see that. You know, you can see how people would fall into that. They would fall fall for the um, yeah, illusion you, yeah. of something. The illusion. It's, it's an illusion. And yes. that's the thing about, you know, the sophistry. You're able to frame an argument and persuade somebody into believing something that is not what it is 
because you wanted to see them for a mm-hmm. greater purpose. What do you really know about this? I mean, I can go back to Ty Lopez. When I first saw his videos, I was like, wow, okay, this sounds good. But No, I, because I, some I of the stuff he, he was saying was actually... That's the good thing. That's the thing about sophistry. It's like logically speaking, all hits, the stuff he it said. Makes sense. Logically speaking, the stuff he said about you know reading books about knowledge, and about financial freedom, and you know these money yeah, is. He was uh, hitting points that most everyone can agree. Yeah, with. Yeah, logos y tos pasos. He had everything to persuade you into thinking that it was real. But, but then you realize the reality is you know nothing about this guy. Yeah, yeah, you don't background. know who. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know that he's actually renting these mansions. Uh-huh. You, you you don't know that he's um, and he said he had like fifty dollars and he used to sleep in a in a in a camper and he was in in the Amish community. Maybe that is true. But then the you re- Amish community. <laughs> well, uh, His name's he, Lopez. He, he was in the Amish community. He lived with them for a year or something, right? Interesting. That's, but uh, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, not, I don't, they're not real big on outsiders. Just exactly, exactly. And um, don't believe you, Ty. <laughs> but it goes from a lot of uh, YouTubers, a lot of social media influencers, a lot of political figures, a lot of business people. Even. When they have something to gain. That's when you you should say the red flag, when there is a self interested motivation like money or status, right? They they have something to gain from it. Yeah, if someone's talking to you about what they're gonna do to make your life better or these ideas that'll make your life better, you and, and, can and, t- you can go after the individual because you can and hold them time, to account. And oftentimes it works because people who they are targeting are people who are in a vulnerable position who are desperate. Yes. Yeah, like the people who, like I said, the people who they they're you know, they have they're having financial problems, they wanna make they wanna be financially free. Everybody wants to be financially free. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants the good life, eudaimonia. But like it goes back to that one saying, when something is too good to be true, you know, it is probably too good to be true. Yes. Like they're saying, you know what? If you just look at my course and you spend a hundred dollars, you'll be making You'll be making a fifty and um two hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, from your laptop because I'm going to teach you right here in my course what to do in order to get that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When you realize, but then you don't use logic and you're like, wait a minute, why why can't I just go online and just learn it myself then, right? Why do I need to use your course if you know we are living in the age of information and I can look up anything and then just learn it on on there, you know? And I almost want to say the bigger they are, the more you should question them. I yeah, trust, actually. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Because there's people who do that much smaller. They, their status. Yeah. It's it's the status. The status is what you should question because I, I've seen some smaller social media people are pushing the same thing. And yeah. it seems more genuine and honest because they're not that big. They're, they can only Because show, you're assuming that they're humble, they, that they, you are like them. They have no means to really show off. They can only show off. The it could be a little bit, not necessarily a little bit, but a significant amount. But it's not too much to where it's almost glorified. To where it's like just just mansions and Ferraris, all that kind of stuff. You don't see that, but it's more they'll they'll work through the videos in a more in a way where you can see and they'll walk you through all the methods and things they use, and you can see real world experiences of. Actually, the techniques and stuff like that. I have seen a lot of videos like that that I really did fall into, and I, I, I kind of got into, just to say. Well, question everything. That's all I'm saying. That the unexamined life, exa- ex- um, going back to but the yeah, Socratic idea, so- Socratic ideal. You know, 
So that is my opinion on this, on sophistry in general. So, Mac, do you have anything to say about this? No, I'm I'm a little uh, being a sophist myself. I mean, <laughs> He's being a. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to expose too many of my secrets. Mac, Mac's on this. Yeah, and it's funny, Mac is the <laughs> Stay one. Stay tuned for my ebook series. <laughs> yeah, how to right. succeed in life. Max, <laughs> Max. <laughs> you know what's funny? Mac is the one who actually told us. You know, if somebody is telling you something and they don't want you to question it. I mean, there is obviously a reason why they don't want you to question it. Th- you know? That applies. I mean, it, that that applies to a lot of shit. Exactly. But basically, it's but it's, like, a, it's a basic sophistry technique. You know, if you're if you're confident in your shit and if you're telling the truth, then by all means, investigate till you die, because you're gonna find out I'm true every time. But if I know I'm lying, yeah, you know, don't don't question that. Exactly. <laughs> People who often are lying will be afraid that you're questioning it. Because they know that you might find out. It's like, why are you asking these questions? You know, you don't trust me? You know, somebody who says that kind of stuff. And, and, and there is a lot of people, like I, like I said, to end this episode, I will say that they are grifters on many different levels. People who are snake oil <laughs> ideology salesmen. They are, they're, yeah, snake oil salesmen. They are... You know, pitching a product, it's not even, not anymore, it's not even just ebooks or these laptop lifestyle people or Ty Lopez. It's different type of people. Even they, they could be just trying to sell you an ideology. Now, maybe they, to deceive you, to um, get you to their side. So it's not even just a monetary thing. It could be because they a power thing where it's like they want to convince you that this is real and that you should join their cause because, you know, it's going to benefit them. Any kind of benefit. It doesn't even have to be monetarily. It could be a, an ideological thing too, right? We want more of these people, right? We want them to join us. We want to have a bigger following. Looking at you, SJWs. Yeah, the, the, the code of social justice. Every every spectrum, politi- side of the political spectrum. Yeah, right now the right isn't doing it. But the right, the right, as we said before, a lot of their shittiest stuff is misappropriating religion, which can be quite cultish, so. yes. Fundamentalist uh, Christian, but that's why I say, right, yeah, question everyone, question everyone and everything. And what I mean is, don't live a, like a sad life that you can't trust anybody. I mean, just just you know, question, just question it, and just um, you know, keep give people the benefit of the doubt. The, what I say is, don't look at the world so black and white. And as somebody, you know, one of our friends told us, there is no black and white, just shades of gray. And um, mm, fifty shades to be a problem. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that next at next least, episode. At least fifty. At least. How 50. about okay? How about the fifty shades of silver? It sounds. No. 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 Silver is a shade of gray. Yeah, silver is a shade of gray. But nicest shade of gray. Max always gotta make it sexual. Sorry, that's just his thing. <laughs> I'm wearing a lot of gray right now. Okay, now okay, now you're wearing <laughs> oh, gray. Oh my, you are. Oh my, you are. <laughs> how did how did I not notice? Me? Mac, how do you not notice this? All right, we're going to end this episode. Down to the socks. Down to the socks, yeah. Sigmund Freud style. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, feet again, huh? Yeah, Sigmund <laughs> Freud. Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, I'm calling him out. Um, Parabellum? Yeah, I can Par- Parabellum. Parabellum. 